This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, hello, hey. y'all. It's Aaron. It's Kaya. And you're watching iCarly. Mm-hmm. How the heck are you? Just kidding. Did we fool you? We fooled you, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't believe it. They didn't know who was who. Exactly. We fooled you. We got you. We got your nose. <laughs> How the heck are you? I hope that your week is going good. Um... I hope that you are enjoying all the Bravo shows. Martha's Vineyard just wrapped up and they gave us a hell of a season finale. So I hope y'all have been watching and enjoy that. I want to know though, are we getting a reunion? I do not think so. Because I didn't (laughs) see shit about no reunion, but um, Bravo. That would be great if we did. Even if we got like one of those Watch What Happened Live reunions. Yeah, That'd be great. we just need something. So, Andy, I hope you're working on that. He's not, but we <laughs> hope and pray. So, I just want to set expectations. Um, yeah, but we can't wait to see them at BravoCon. So, hopefully, they're coming to BravoCon. Yes, because there is a lot to unpack after that season finale. Um, mm-hmm. Enjoyed the characters so much, and we'll definitely get into our thoughts on the finale uh soon but you know we have to jump into some bravo liberty teams let's get it let's get it let's get it let's go um do we want to start with a little refreshing beverly hills type beat yes yes okay so the feud is over the cheetah girls are over (laughs) well no they're back on because it seems that Kyle, Kim, and Kathy are sisters who stand together. Um, Kyle has reported that her sister Kathy offered her an apology amid that uh, feud that they were having on a recent trip to Aspen for a family wedding. So that is good to know. They went on IG Live and... Kyle and Kathy and Kim and everyone. Um, not Tom Sandoval news, literally fucking disrupting this recording. I am so mad. So Tom Sandoval is not on Vanderpump Rules right now. He's filming Special Forces. So he's going the Schwartz route where he wants to be on one of those Fox shows. <laughs> you know, Kenya was on the first Special Forces. And, you know, now Schwartz uh is on spoiler alert was on the stars on mars he got eliminated oh my god 
<laughs> so that's very interesting. And just to touch on Vanderpump Rules, they started filming. Rachel's nowhere to be seen. Apparently, you know, Tom is also nowhere to be seen, which is great because he needs to go and get his head in the game and stop acting a damn fool. Um, anyways, so back to Kyle, Kathy, and Kim. They're all um, live. And uh, Kyle said that my sister Kathy came in and she apologized to me and said it wasn't my fault and it really meant a lot to me. We were kind of laughing it off because so much people watching us and filming us with their phones, but it actually went a lot to me. Um, so Kyle said it was amazing to have her entire family in Aspen. The wedding could not have gone any better. And it was unbelievably moving and emotional to have my sisters all there and me and all of our children. Usually there's always someone away or working or this person couldn't make it. Everyone was there and all their spouses. All the babies, it was just unbelievable. Between Kathy, Kim, and me, we have 12 kids. And between them now, they have nine. So it was just so moving seeing all my family together. I'm glad that they uh, made up. It's all good. And they're the Partridge family again. Thoughts, Aaron? So, I guess. That's all I can say. I guess. I felt like that was very easy after all that happened. So I don't think I think there's more to that story. I don't know. Does this mean that you're gonna now uh, feud with uh, Kim Richards? I don't know, child. They say all three of them good for for the first time in like years. Well, I'm and expecting you know what? to see I all three. I actually believe what. So you want Kim Richards back? Yeah, yeah. I've been the one in that. Yeah. We're gonna see all three of them together and see what drama can really. Mm-hmm. Go on. Let's talk about it. I want to. I want to see all three of them together. You know, of course, not for the whole season because it's just impossible. But like mm-hmm. an episode where they maybe take like a sisters trip, I would like to see yeah. something like that. I think that would be really good for them. And um, yeah. Uh, I believe that this was genuine because we don't have big lipped Rena to come and fucking mm. fuck everything up. So I believe this and I'm glad about this. And you know, just everybody watch their mouth when it comes to Garcelle and we'll be good. Hello. This I agree on that. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to them. I hope they're doing good. This is the year of healing, I hope. Is it? This is the year of side chicks if you wanna side chicks. So yeah, getting into that, crazy. were you talking about what Roman and Giselle said on Recently Shady? <laughs> what did they say, child? What, what did, they, did say? they say, child? So on Recently Shady, both Robin and Giselle agreed that they're not Team Ariana. As a matter of fact, um, Giselle did not see many episodes, but she began watching earlier seasons. And she developed a new perspective after hearing the skin of all drama. Because if you go back, you remember that Ariana was uh, once the side chick when Tom Sandoval, when Tom Sandoval and Kristen Doty were together. Um, so, you know, she kind of, she didn't, she didn't exactly excuse Sandoval's actions and she still held him accountable. But she says she just doesn't 
she's just not necessarily team Ariana. Robin said the same thing. As a matter of fact, she quoted, how you get them is how you lose them. Um, she also said men are dirty dogs. And then she expressed her opinion that Tom would have cheated anyway. But he chose Raquel because he was confident that she'd keep the secret. Her theory is that he got it from Raquel because he can't go get it from some random chick because he trusted Raquel not to tell. So my issue is more with Raquel than with Sandoval because, well, apparently Ariana and Raquel were like super good friends. So I can't even be mad at them for having that perspective Um, because that is that I'm a big believer in that, too. Like, if you think that the man that you cheated with is not going to cheat on you eventually. I mm-hmm. I I shared the same opinion once, but the only difference is I think with Ariana, she has learned from her mistakes, and now she is, of course, in a different place in her life. Now her and Kristen yes. are good again, so she sees her wrongs. Yep. But I do believe in karma also, and sometimes sometimes things come back when you least expect it to teach you a lesson. That's why yeah. my opinion, like that was my opinion at first too. And I still believe in that. Um, but I don't know necessarily if it applies here because it's just been it's just been so long. And mm-hmm. also, like, even though Robin is saying that they don't they're not team Mariana, Robin and Giselle are saying they're not team Mariana, I feel like it, just the same thing that they're saying that they are, you know, more upset with Raquel is the reason why. I feel like this is fucked up because this was someone that Ariana was helping and being there for when no one else would be there for her. And that girl literally sat in her face while she Mm -hmm. cried to her about her man while she was literally fucking her man. So that is the big difference here for me. And then it was just how it was done. It was just like a lot of stuff to yeah put into perspective like her leaving out of town to see her what grandmother while all of this was going on grandmother's yeah her her grandmother's funeral so that's a that's a lot to uh, a lot to take into account so you know yeah this is a different story but i actually you know with that being said i do see i understand people Mm. who see it from that perspective period yeah i can see both sides for sure um, okay, moving on, because I really want to get to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> uh, speaking of Vanderpump Rules news, Tom Schwartz says that he is terrified to begin filming. He has actually been spotted filming along with, like, Lala, Ariana. Um, I know that Ariana and Katie filmed that's something about her recently. He just told us weekly about how he's always slightly terrified when they start their new season. They've been through so much with that group and their volatile crew. We've always been able to, we've always been a volatile group of friends. I don't think I've ever had an argument outside of this group, to be honest. We have a lot of history together and there's been trials and tribulations, but it comes from a place of love. Although he's scared to begin filming, he believes that the cast drama is always earned. He also shared uh, how he plans on handling things compared to last season because last season he clearly made an ass of himself. He said, I feel like I'll be a little more stoic moving forward. Maybe I waffled a little at the beginning of Scandal and I retreated within. So he talked about uh, how he's going to start 
taking more pride in his appearance and how he's changing and being more confident in himself. And that comes from his stint on stars on Mars, where he is like, even the episodes that he's been on, he's been on for like what four episodes. He was talking about how he just needs to be more confident in himself and he needs to stand up for himself and he needs to um, just get it together because he's always just slumped over and letting people snowball him letting people snowball him and he said even fashion wise he's like i've been rocking a muumuu for half of like vanderpump rules and i think that i need to you know go back and he said basically he gonna be the man so we'll see um and that is yeah, all of the rest of the shit that he said is boring. So that's pretty much it. Do you think that Tom Schwartz is coming back and he's going to have a different perspective at all? Or is it going to be the same old song and dance as usual? Um, I think he's going to be the same person with a different perspective because he has a PR team now. And he has somebody telling him what he needs to do. And he's trying to save his business. So at the same time, I think, no, he's not going to be any different. But he's going to lie to us. If that counts for something. And maybe throughout that time that he's lying, he might actually change. Some people change. But yeah. yeah. Fake it until you make it. It smells like PR. Like the whole Stars on Mars thing. Coming back with a new, fresh perspective. Mind you, he also has Winter House that we haven't seen yet. Where he's going to be able to like schmooze us over again. Um, A fresh set of eyes. Like, girl... No, I'm the first person who literally likes to drag and drop the tongue. So I'll be here to put him in check when he gets out of it. But I hope that he change changes for the better yeah. and just stops being a biatch. Okay, so let's get into what is on the docket today. The OC taglines. Yes. yes. Okay, I'm going to need you to read them hoes so we can rate them hoes okay 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 guys um i'm gonna distract you because i have to oh did y'all i just want to know has anyone heard about this whole theory that um kyle is cheating on mauricio shout out to emily Mm -hmm. who the fuck knows what Emily wrote. Okay, we were just on her podcast and she broke some news to us that there's a theory floating around that Kyle is cheating on Mauricio. Y'all look that shit up before we uh, yes. get into these taglines. Listen. Okay, now you got him? Yes, I got him. So I'm going to start off with Shannon Bedore because although we are like almost, I think we're like what, five episodes in now? Like, I think you're a good a good four or five yeah we didn't read these motherfucking taglines and um <laughs> to be fair this was like oh wait this was june 7th never mind okay well we're gonna <laughs> we read them now them. so we never rated them because of the the, yeah. the show let's just be let's until tuesday wednesday's episode mm-hmm. it has been pretty fucking boring so now that we're oh, starting yeah. to pay attention yeah. we want to go through the taglines as we always do so go ahead. so first off is shannon boudoir in orange county i call the shots and it's always tequila i know that's right eight yeah i say eight i say eight i think I like the yeah. I, like, I call the shot i love i love clever shit like that she did that heather debro 
I live my life in HD, sharp, bright, and more focused than ever. Hmm. Okay, that kind of that kind of eats, but seven. I don't see how she does that. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah, seven, seven. This is the one that got me. It's Emily Simpson. If you want to waste my time, at least hand me a taco. Uh, ten. <laughs> I don't even. That know. shit don't make like, no goddamn sense so at un-serious. all. But it's like a ten because I feel the same way. That's the most unserious shit I've heard in a minute. And who wrote that for her though? Like seriously, I think she genuinely like meant that because you know she always has sandwiches in her purses, like. She's always talking about how she doesn't have a lot of time. You out? <laughs> okay, if it wasn't her and she didn't live true to it, I would give that shit a three. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. Agreed. Because, because this is her life. A nine. Agreed. Yeah, that that's definitely a three. But because of the circumstances, it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a ten for me. Because I I guess that's the vibe I'm in right now. Um, you go to taco. What are we eating after this? I want a quesadilla. Like, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm under the weather, so it's probably going to be soup for me. So, Panera Bread is still... We'll see, child. Um, Don't do Panera Bread. No, I'm saying if it's still open. I wasn't doing that. Because I love... like Panera. I love that cafeteria food. Not too much. So, the next one is going to be Genus. The difference between my past and present... Well, that's just apples and oranges. I'm going to give that a four. I don't get it. A three. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like Gina and, and, and um, Emily were <laughs> in the same room for sure. They were in the same room. But just not the same part. Friends, but they, they didn't get, like Gina doesn't understand the assignment. Yeah. And Emily was like, Listen, I'm not taking you bitches serious. Um, Jennifer, my core may be strong, but my resilience is stronger. Whatever. Five. Six. Yeah. Five, six. Kelly Clark song. Um, <laughs> camera judge. I might have been on pause, but now I'm ready to play. She took that shit from... Um, yeah, she did. One. That's why. Yeah. One. One. Because it's not it's not even original. And it's like that's been used a few times. And we all know Tiffany that Pollard Dorinda used it best been... though. What did she say? My ass has been on pause. <laughs> but I'm finna press play in a motherfucking millisecond. Thank you. Okay. And over to Tiffany Pollard. Um, so yeah. Bye. Yeah. With that being said, let's... Okay, so I, I do have a few notes, a uh, few things that I did want to ask you about in regards to the newest episode of OC. Um, why do you think... Do you think it's right for Gina to give a fuck about Jen's infidelity? No, that's what was so confusing. Very. What are you talking about? Also, not while you're literally helping your ex get off on a case where he was um hmm, violent towards you. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. It gave like, me Melissa Gorga. I just don't understand why she's so obsessed with this whole thing. Um, every time you can take a shot at Melissa Gorga. I mean, it's just like, that's what it gave me, you know? Uh, another thing that I did not get, uh, Heather Debro and this whole Taylor Armstrong thing. So they offered her a role, but yet they don't know any of the movies or any of the her credentials or the things that she's done. And then they want her to audition. And then they want her to audition. Like, it's just not making sense to me. That's not really a question. I'm just stating the fact that it just don't make no damn sense to me. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand why you would ask somebody to be in a movie and then tell them, oh, you have to audition because we don't know what the fuck you know. Then why ask them to be in a movie? You had to see something in them to ask them that. I, I'm just not going to go ask somebody on the street, like, hey, you want to be in a movie? And then after they say, yeah, bring them back and be like, oh, but I have to know what you've been in. Yeah, and it was, like, I don't understand if this is it's, it's a miscommunication with Taylor herself or the direct... I want to know what the conversation was. Did she... Did she mention Heather... And the director was excited about it, or did okay, she just yeah. say, "Okay, Heather is someone who is like I don't know. It's just very confusing because why would she? See, but that's the thing with if she OC. wanted to her. I'm I'm realizing that even when the show is good, it's like a bunch of people just saying shit, and I'm like I'm right. interested and I'm intrigued. What, I'm trying to see. What do you mean by that? What are you talking about? Like, well, hold on. Wait a minute. Let's not move like, on so fast. Let's take a break. What do you mean by that? <laughs> and it's like they just hugged it up just to talk about their shit again. And then, I guess, I don't know if it was the preview for next week, but I just know that I laughed loud as fuck when they were like, Tamara said that you haven't been in anything since the 1900s. And then Tamara goes, 1990s. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Why are y'all trying Mr. Bro like this? Oh my God. But I am not here for Heather Dubrow's whole feminist. Like, yeah. I put my life on a pause for 20 years to raise my kids. Girl, you are rich. I do not sympathize. There are women who have to raise their two kids, their four kids, their six kids, single, go to work every single day, drop them off, pick them up, feed them, and still have a career because they do not have a choice. You had a choice. Shut the fuck up. You can make fucking ice sculptures in your living room. Right. That's that's my answer. So I don't I just don't understand B-F-F-R. that. BFFR. Be motherbroken all the way for real. Yeah, that's the one thing about Heather DeBro. My this is my last question for you when it comes to OC. Do you feel like Taylor Armstrong is a good fit for OC? At first, like when she first came and they were on the boat. I was like, no, it's not hitting the way I thought it was going to hit. It's boring. But with this thing, with Heather leaving the script and, and Taylor being so mad about it, 
<laughs> with like everything going on this whole drama even though i don't understand it i think that she's a good fit how about you no and why she needs to go she does not what? already yeah she needs to go i don't the thing is i just don't we already have tamra We already have team. Right, but we're desperate because we brought back Heather last season and we thought that shit was gonna be a hit and it was Tamara's also up. getting on my nerves if I'm being quite honest. Like Exactly. And Tamara is being like very kind of like, like what is wrong with her? Like, okay. And are you that lady friend or are you not that lady friend? She's acting like one of Jamie Lee Curtis's biker friends or some shit like that. Like I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I don't really like it. It's like, what's happening? Jamie Lee Curtis's biker friend. Like, why is everybody acting so edgy? And it's like, we get it. it. It's almost as if they go to Hot Topic before every scene. Like, it's almost as if alleged Olympic is running rampant. Are those the symptoms that you go to Hot Topic? <laughs> like, maybe if you take too much, you might end up at Hot Topic. Maybe that's a new symptom. I don't and know. You're ready to just like come. It's it looks like they're about to go to a fucking Sandoval concert. Like I don't know. <laughs> that's the vibes that I'm getting from them, and it's really strange. And with Taylor Armstrong, I feel like she's just coming on so strong. Like calm down. Like I get and it. Tamara. Yeah. Like what? In the they're world? like. I don't want. To, it's it's like they. Very much studied. Tamara's like, fuck a duck. And Taylor's like, <laughs> it's just like all this. They were like, okay, we don't want to do the wrong thing. So they studied the people that do the wrong thing. And then they were like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to really make a splash. And I, I'm like, I get it, sweetie, because I'm watching. So I guess it's working. Especially this last episode, because the first few. Yeah. But no, it's like. I fell asleep. But <laughs> this one, but it's like so in your face. And I'm like, what are we really arguing about? That's what I'm saying, though. It's not even a valid reason to argue. I think if they actually had something to talk about, I would kind of buy into it more. But it's like watching the show, it's and like Gina two rebellious like... teenagers with the eyeliner. And then it's like, are they crying because it's always dripping down and I don't understand it and I'm just like waterproof mascara like we got on the Erica Jane mascara y'all and it's just Gina like saying that I, I just have some resentment towards her but I'm gonna you know room with her if you hate this bitch why are you in the same room with her Gina needs something yeah please and then her, every time she talks to the camera she's just like yeah, like, are you shut. okay? Like, calm. Down. If I was behind the camera, I would be like, back the fuck up. <laughs> With the Mariah Carey up. Like, I would have her all the way across the room. <laughs> Enough. Oh, I just hate it. Like, yeah. Shannon Bedore, y'all can say what y'all want about Miss Bedore, but she's acting like Shannon Bedore. 
that's what she's here together to to give you. Heather DeBro is acting like Heather DeBro. It's like, yeah, I don't like all her antics and everything, but it's like they're acting like who they are. But this whole Tamra thing, it's it's getting very, it's getting kind of weird. I don't know. Okay. But like I said, I am watching. You're right about that. Yeah. It's like I am watching. Mm-hmm. And I really think that they needed this episode for me to be in. Because if it was, if it fell flat like those first couple ones, I would have been like, okay, I'm not about to even talk about this. Like, so, I'll watch it just to put it all in the background, but I'm not like watching it. Yeah. Right now, I'm watching it. Because mm-hmm. I want to know if Tamara said that Heather Bro has not been an actress since the 1900s. I want to know that too. Uh, okay, so we're going to kind of just scoot past Real Housewives of Atlanta real quick. Just general thoughts, and then we'll get into Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, you know, Marla goes on a date. <laughs> I don't know. Candy and Sheree talk about She by Sheree, which I thought was very entertaining. That whole conversation that scene, was very yeah. entertaining. That was Housewives. Best scene. And yeah, you're right. It was very authentic. The conversation was authentic. A lot of people also are saying that their friendships aren't, don't feel as genuine. But in that situation, I could see it felt like these are two OGs who have a miscommunication. And it's like they're going to get to the bottom of what the fuck is going on. It didn't feel like a Sanya and Kenya type of moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas Sanya is like, what? Like, what is wrong with you? Um, but when they were talking about, she was like, she by Shein. And Shrey was like, no, it's not she by Shein. It's she by Shrey. She, was, she very, I don't know, Sheree is giving me a lot this season. She is. Between the looks, between her dating Martel, even though we haven't even... She's giving me a lot, and we haven't even really touched much more. And I haven't been, I haven't really even noticed. That's how I know she's giving me something, because not once have I been like, oh, I'm tired of what she's doing. She's giving us Glamma. Uh, Cairo just had the baby. She's putting out her fashion line. Um, She's asking the guy that's on her team why he's not wearing any merch, knowing she didn't release shit. It's just a bunch of stuff. Candy's talking shit about her stuff. And now Candy's right. playing up, which is so funny to me because they did this to Candy for like the past two seasons or at least the last one. And now that Candy's pulling the them on them, they don't know how to take it. Mm-hmm. Right. They hate it when they That's so it. funny yeah. to me. <laughs> it is. It is. So I'm happy that Candy apologized though because she was going in a tad bit. Um, on that, on speak, oh, on speak on it. If you guys don't watch Speak on it, just put it on the background, and you'll get some some mm-hmm. some clips. Some I do stuff every now and then, especially when the whole SWV Escape Show was airing. Speak on it was hot, but yeah, Candy don't speak be giving on a it fuck is that no girl. She'd be like, "Let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. everything." So. Yeah, um, yeah definitely like happy to see it. I did, although I did not like the way Marlo attacked Drew's physical appearance. Hated that. Okay, scene. get into that because you wanted to talk about it. I definitely wanted to talk about it. I just felt like it was very grimy and nasty of Marlo to do that, especially knowing that Drew didn't say anything to her that 
all like that that even gave me a, a thought in my head that that was deserved like that was insane to me drew she filmed her video she was at the skating ring she had a fun time her sister seen it got emotional it's like drew was in the moment marlo called drew to congratulate her and then drew kind of like on a side note checked her and was like hey like you know if you have any problems with me you can just confront me about them which is reasonable but it's something that Marlo does. Marlo likes talking shit behind people's back. And then once it gets back to them, then she plays victim and all that shit. But I just thought it was very tacky. However, I did enjoy her date. I thought that was nice. Had she not acted an ass with Drew and had she not said those horrible things, I think I would have enjoyed it the took date. You out of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed the date a lot more because I'm like, oh, this is what I want to see from Marlo. But that right. whole thing was just you like see more, more personal things from Marlo. And this is a personal yeah. thing that, and she even kind of broke the third wall. She's like, Oh, they're always saying that I ain't got no man, that I'm dating a white man, that I did a billionaire, blah blah blah. Like, let me get back into the dating game. And she actually let us go on the date with her. And not only that, the date is very interesting. He's a Jamaican man who she loves the fact that he has mm -hmm. did some time. And they're both set on, you know, not going back to jail. Even though Moneta was like, does she want to go back to jail? Um, it was a very interesting date to see. I want to know how it plays out. I want to know, are they still talking? And pretty much uh that is it i definitely think that marla was out of pocket for what she did with drew um i want to know what's going on with drew and her sister because i didn't really understand mm -hmm. the discourse and then like there was just so much emotion there that i'm like okay this is a lot deeper so i'm glad that we will be speaking about that next episode because it just felt weird you are ready now um and stream, you already know. Yeah. It's yours. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that Any whole other thing. thoughts on Atlanta? Yeah, uh, just shout out to Drew. She did a great job. I could say, for, it's like, I like seeing Drew in her element. I thought that she killed it. She knew she looked good. She had genuine supporters around her. And Marlo wasn't there, of course. Um, It was just great. It was a great time. Her mom was proud of her. Like, I just love that for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the, that's uh, it's pretty much it. I'm not hating seeing you. I don't hate seeing you, but I just, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I just don't, I'm not thinking about her. Maybe because I'm so focused on all this other stuff. Like, I'm not really, she could be there, you know? <laughs> She's supportive. I will give her that. She shows up for her friends and she still attempts to build a relationship with Kenya and I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Martha's Vineyard. Now that was a motherfucking finale, baby. And they better be back next year with Please. season two. Get them in the house now. It is summer. Summer House always begins filming on Labor Day. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard, they needed to start filming on Juneteenth, but okay, they needed to see the reaction first, and the reaction is very good. So let's have them filming on Labor Day also. Because the original Summer House, this season was not so good. It was 
Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is not what I thought was going to happen. I was so excited to see it. As a matter of fact, I'll be straight up. I didn't even watch the second part of the reunion of Summer House, the original Summer House. And that says a lot about I me. Did, but I, I will didn't, sit I didn't enjoy anything. it. I didn't enjoy it, child. And watched it. Um, whatever. So it's okay to have every show has like it ebbs and flows. I think Summer House needs to bring back Hannah and Lindsay and Carl need to get married and then they need to go. Um, Agreed. I also think so, that this Summer House needs a winter house. Like they need another season. I think it would really be good to bring in Shanice, Mariah, um, and maybe all the people that we've seen leave. I think that would actually be a better so idea. Bring them on, mm-hmm. on Winter House, though. Bring them on Winter Ooh, House. It's, yeah. Bring them on there because we have, we have, like, we don't need to see Craig and Austin again and just, like, like we're, we have a mm-hmm. show that's a mismatch. Like, we're going to get Southern Charm people, I believe, and then we're gonna have the Toms on it. But Tom Sandoval, I think he's not gonna be on it. Tom Schwartz is on it. But the, and then we have the Summer House. The reason why I said they cool. they probably need their own is because I'm thinking they can even bring some uh, people from Southern Charm Nola on to that one Ooh, with the people from Martha's Vineyard, and I think that. it could be like a because that's what we want to see in a sense. It's like. I want to see a black winter house too. I would just be straightforward. Like, why not? I don't understand why. We would why not? Why the hell not? It's like we get winter house like, every year, and then they throw in, you know, one maybe one of us or two of us, and then it's like we kind of stay out of the way and let them do their thing. So it's like you know, mm-hmm. I would like to see it. Bring Gabby back. Yes, but on this, on the, on the, on the new, the one. new one. Yeah, with the I think she would do perfect, and we would really see her shine and and be in her element on this one. So mm-hmm. be more comfortable. And John, Moody. I would like to see you. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Throw in Kiki Palmer, child. Um, <laughs> wait, I would be down for that for sure. I just don't know if Kiki would. Um, but yeah, so the finale, let's just go through each person basically. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with Shanice. Shanice was just like, bye. She showed her titties she and she said bye. And that's it. And she started off a, a bunch of drama and she got bitches mad. And I, I get why they were mad. And I don't agree with what she did, but also she has main character syndrome. Mm-hmm. She got them talking. So that was that. Um, who's easiest? Start with Alex. Alex literally mm-hmm. came out of nowhere, and the man can sing. And I'm, ta- I'm not talking about do what pop sing. I'm talking about Alex can sing. Like I said, the Jamie Foxx show scene. Like that is when, like when Jamie used to go to that piano, and you would be like, "What is going on?" And he would sing such a beautiful song and then you would cry and you're like, am I watching a sitcom or am I watching like some real shit? And you just never knew. And I felt like that's how it was. (laughs) And then he brought his friends. I was like, he better be bringing them out for a reason. But Alex is a very talented man. I would love to see more of his music. Um, Yeah, get it, Alex. Yeah, get it, Alex, for sure. Like, I, I like to see it. 
And we always need a mu- musician in the the summer house. It's always really good. I like the beat. Yeah, we got Luke. we had Luke in the other summer house with his guitar. Um, on every show, I feel like there's always a someone who is doing something extra. But this Alex can actually sing. So yeah, that was Alex. He brought out all the stops. He was very handsome while doing it. We need to get into. Who's next? Who's the easiest to do next? Preston. Okay, yes. Preston was really good this season. Um, I enjoyed seeing that he was in a relationship. I did not know that. I love to see black love, black mm-hmm. gay love specifically. I enjoyed happy yes, happy pride. I didn't have a problem with Preston ever. The only thing that rubbed me the wrong way kind of was like that first episode when he said that whole thing, which isn't even worth bringing up at the table about uh, yeah. black excellence. And but I got over that. And then he didn't, yeah, because yeah. he didn't like stay. He on didn't harp on it. He was. He just said his his opinion, and that was it. It was like okay, amazing, but okay, amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing but love he... of of a a girl's guy. Mm-hmm. Very on point with friendship, loyalty. And an amazing observation. Yes. And love Preston. Really nice too. Mm -hmm. So um, an important part of obviously like, you know, like the history, the black history of it all, obviously. Um, Jordan. Ooh, Jordan really developed. um, We've seen her go through her celibacy journey and piece that together and now um we also seen her relationship between uh her her relationship with Amir and she determined that she wants to be friends with Amir I love that for both of them because I started to see that it just wasn't going to be what I thought it was going to be they had like no sparks yeah I thought they did but it's like they don't and I hate they were just too I think I I mixed it up because they're just two attractive people and, I was like, oh, and they're good friends. I like their friendship. I think that's what it is, right. too. And, you know, when you see yeah. two attractive people, I was kind of like, I'll be honest, I was pulling the Jasmine in my head and I didn't I even know it. Because Jasmine's oh. the same way. Jasmine's like, two attractive people be together. Kiss. <laughs> kiss. Not kiss. Not kiss. Not kiss. <laughs> um, that is so freaking funny. Okay, so then, Amir, love to see him you know, confident in who he is mm-hmm. as a black man, black presenting man, you know, obviously he has not grew up around black people. He learned to be comfortable in his skin and learned the history, a lot of black history during that time. Mm-hmm. And he is uh he's also like a straight ally. Like I don't see a lot of str- he's non toxic, I feel. At least this season. Yeah. When he offended Jordan, he didn't want to do that on purpose. He didn't think he was doing that on purpose. He was just, you know, I guess guy talk. But he wasn't toxic, like, at all. I thought he was going to be the equivalent of Phil, but just because he's just so handsome. But Amir had a great journey through the house. Um, A lot of getting to know himself, his history as a black man, and just opening up and making friends and bonds that hopefully last for many, many more seasons. Who's next? Agreed. Um, I would say next can be Nick. Uh, 
Yeah. Now, Nick, <laughs> Nick, 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 we love us some Nick. I okay? okay. We love a very a well-dressed man, a man who literally puts a lot into his presentation. But with that being said, Nick, you is a little bit, you got, you got that dog in you. He did. Because where was your girlfriend this entire but, time? Okay, but she was away. And the thing that I will say is it seems like they had established their relationship maybe after, like, really the DTR defined the relationship after. Oh, you remember Awkward? I like that. <laughs> yes. Okay. It plays every time after iCarly for some reason. What? I can get like, that, like, on though. Paramount Plus. Maddie? On Paramount Plus, after the new episode of iCarly, it automatically with Maddie McKevin the season, the season premiere of Awkward. But yeah, so you think that they def- defined their relationship later on? For real, for real. I think he was just but kidding. I feel like before. Oh, so he was just telling a joke. He just he got that dog in the Malibu. Yeah, he was just like he got joking that. around. And I think he was trying to see, like, maybe they were also on the rocks. There's a lot to take in. And he was like, I'm going to set my little game room up before. Just in case this shit don't work out, child. I think he had him a plan. Um, But, yeah, I, I do think that he is... I think he's loyal to his girlfriend. But I defend him. Oh, you do? I do. I'm going to defend him. Oh. I'm going to defend okay. him. I'm going to defend Nick. I'm not going to say nothing too bad. But no, I do think he got like he it. got that dog in him Somebody a little bit. Somebody got to. It ain't going to beat me. I think he do got that little dog in him a little bit. I just I didn't you. like how Bria kind of blew up his spot. That's the only thing. Okay, let's go on to Bria. Bria blew up his spot because they surprised Nick with his girlfriend who literally, I shout out to her for taking like a 20-hour flight from Africa to go to fucking Martha's Vineyard. Because it wouldn't be me. (laughs) And to find out that your boyfriend has not even mentioned you once, really. Towards the end, he did. And he was like all about her. And you know, and shit like that. Um... Have you been DMing Nick or something? Because I just don't understand, like, where mm-hmm. this... You just like toxicity a bit. I this just think... I think with him is his intentions are good. But I think yeah, he's just kind of, like, player a little bit. Yeah. I, I can't see that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He blinded up. He didn't know. He did not know, you know? Sometimes <laughs> you don't know. So, Bria... Yeah, so Bria, she came in very strong. We weren't sure how we were going to feel about her. I know Kayla was like, mm, when she first came in with mm-hmm. her dog. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I hated her. I thought it was so annoying. I thought it was stupid. I thought mm-hmm. it was, go clean up your dog shit. Leave that dog at home. I don't care. And she Leave brought her special guest, Wally West. What was his name? Phil. Oh yeah, Phil. He she brought in Phil. Phil the future and showed who took his a shit and like, people's toilet and shit like on. that. We are just and then she got Mariah kicked out, but then you let Summer hit on you. That was um, the last but episode. okay, I I actually yeah. liked her like throughout the episodes because 
one thing about me, I'm definitely going to straighten my man if he is in a hot tub with a naked bitch. So once you saw her get naked, you should have got your ass out. And why do you think that you're all of a sudden one of the guys showing your ass just because you bought them a watch? So that's why me and Bria, like, okay, I kind of get how she I get it. I just didn't like how she talked to him throughout this last episode. This season finale, I think sometimes mm-hmm. she can get a little bit too carried away. And that's why Summer yeah. felt like she had to handle her ass a little bit. Not not quite fight her, but, you know, shake her ass a little bit. Like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to real quick? Like, yeah. it was like the wig pull. Yeah, like, I just shifted it a bit, you know? And that's what she needed because Bria was getting out of line. I don't know if it was that. Um, I don't know what it was drinking. Was it Taylor Port? What was it? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Viva tequila. Viva tequila. Viva tequila. Um, okay. So the last is Jasmine and Silas. Why did you look at me? Because I know that you have something oh, to you say. Do. Okay. So uh, the thing when it comes to Jasmine and Silas, if they do not get therapy and really reel it in and get it together they are going to get a divorce <laughs> and that's the I'm not laughing at them getting a divorce because I don't want that I don't want it but either I'm just laughing at Aaron's obsession with saying divorce they are going to get one if they keep the way it up. He says and it. I don't want them to get one but at the same time I don't like how Silas is treating Jasmine I do not like seeing that I hate when a nigga acts up in front of his friends too I hate when he does that in front of a house and then when she got with his ass and gave him what he was looking for then he wanted to he victimize himself and then be like oh do you see the way you're talking to me and then I hate you know, a man. That protection that comes with marriage, I'm not giving that to you. And he like, threatened. He threatened to leave her. Really, if you're being, if we're being, yeah. uh, if we're looking at it from what it was, um, he was mm-hmm. basically like, "Oh, if you keep trying me like this, uh, tomorrow is gonna be. What did he say? It's gonna be different from you moving forward and tomorrow and all of that." Yeah. And I also hate when a man uses the marriage as like a a guilt trip for you to stay in in line and and i don't like shit like that so he i would say silas needs to work really you need to tighten up you know you've been to you did all this military stuff and you know i feel like you should know how shit goes i don't know what they what they do um where you at but down here we don't do that shit at all don't care where you from thank you for your service but leave your service in your service because for me The way I would have talked to his ass, he would have left me that night. (laughs) He would have left me that night, and he would have been like, "It's over." Because I would have, I would have, I would have closed that door, and I would have muted my mic, and I would have told his ass (laughs) something like crazy. Same, same. Because what you're not gonna do is embarrass me on TV. And the way he was just mean mugging her and like the whole time, like he was just looking at her like she was just like a roach, like one of those flying roaches at that, like, mm -mm. 
It was insane. So, overall, I would say that finale, 10 out of 10. I couldn't ask for more. 11 out of 10. And I'm not just saying it. I'm not just saying it Mm because they're black, you guys. Like, you know that we would literally not cap about things when they are finally over. Yeah. This shit was good from beginning to to end. end. It ramped up in episode two. And by this, it was only six episodes, I believe. They need to order, get the cameras rolling now. Go back. So, okay, now that we are ending the show, um, you know, I who, want to know. You know who we forgot though? What? Uh, an honorable mention, even though they came in later. Um, Jason and Summer. I thought they were oh, very shit. yeah, because I forgot about them too, because they came in so late. But Jason and Summer, I look Summer. Shout out to you because I love the way you handle Bria's ass. No, you shouldn't. I do not condone violence, but she did need her ass to get shook a little bit. And Jason, I felt like you were a team player throughout your time there. I'm disappointed that we didn't get to see more of you. I love that you supported Jasmine throughout the whole thing. Um, and that's your friend. You roll for for your friend. So I love that. Um, and I love y'all for real. Shout out to Jason and Summer. I need to know who is your VIP. And we don't have any of these valuable players. So who is your VIP? Mm. I'm going to give mine to Jasmine. Okay, I can understand that. She was really the head of the household. She was the head of the household. And I also think that she learned something. I think she went in the house expecting to play matchmaker and expecting her her marriage to be like perfect and to be this great example of what everything should be. And I think she learned a lot of things in this motherfucking house. And I think we're going to see a different side of her when she comes back. So And she didn't hide it. She, My mm-hmm. MVP is going to be Bria because... Really, even though she rubbed me the wrong way at first, she carried that show. It was all about Bria in a lot of the episodes, in a lot of the drama, drama-wise. So I'm going to have to give it to Bria. And shout out to the dog, too, because the dog Milo, played the hell out of that part. Milo's main character. So let us know who your MVP is for mm-hmm. Summer's House. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's an episode, y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> Have a great weekend. And <laughs> we yes. had fun. Like, we what had can I say? This was a good week. Um, this was a good week for Bravo shows in general. It was. You know, leave some good reviews. We hope we're making you happy. We got some new stuff up on the Patreon. I just released my thoughts on the BET Awards on there. So patreon.com slash Bravo Wild Black. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, and it's been fun. So, yeah, y'all, bye. And you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Bye.